We interrupt your daily schedule to bring you another episode of BSPN. No BS, just PN. Enjoy. Welcome back to our second installment of BSPN. Today we talk about the first half of games for the NCAA tournament, upsets so far, and how our picks are doing. Let's kick it off to the Kentucky-Hampton game where Hampton won the play-in. Uh, this game just went final. Uh, Kentucky ends up winning by 23. Uh, no surprise. Uh, picked Kentucky. Picked Kentucky to go all the way, probably. Many did. So, no surprise there. Not a shock. Hampton hung in for like 10 minutes. And then it was all downhill from there. And how about Cincinnati and Purdue? What happened there, Jake? This game, when we predicted it last time, we believed it was a toss-up, and I still believed it, and the final score showed that. 66-65 Cincinnati in overtime. I definitely saw I saw Purdue winning. I thought that the combination of seven-footers would make a big difference, that they could handle Cincinnati. But actually, Cincinnati's leading scorer went out, uh, got ejected for a flagrant two uh, in the second half. So really, I did think that Purdue would be able to pull away, but and they had a big lead with, like, Half a minute left, but Cincinnati pulls it off, gets it back into overtime, and now they get to lose to Kentucky. I mean, what do you think about that matchup? Anything special going to happen there, or is Kentucky just going to keep cruising? Well, Kentucky, if they want to win this one in nice fashion like they have been doing, they need to come out a lot faster than they did against Hampton. Hampton kept it close for the first 10, 15 minutes. After that, Kentucky pulled away, but Cincinnati's a much better team. They're going to need to put in more effort to get the victory. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I can't argue with that. I agree. I think that Kentucky will win. And the other side of their, what would be their Elite 8 game? No, their Sweet 16 game uh, would be completely undecided yet. We don't know. Uh, it'll come down to West Virginia, Buffalo, Maryland, or Valparaiso. Uh, they have to play tomorrow, but we'll see. Next up, we got Butler in Texas. Butler beat Texas 56-48. This is a game that I thought Texas would win. I was wrong. Jake also thought it would be Texas. So, stunning, really. I thought that Texas would be able to hang in there. Very low scoring, though. So Yeah, for, uh, 48-56. That's really, really not what I was expecting. I thought Texas would win. I thought they might even win comfortably. So, I was stunned. That's a little, There's madness to this. Uh, method to the madness as the lower seed wins, but still surprising to me. And what do you think about Notre Dame Northeastern? I didn't get to watch this game, but I was keeping track on the internet. And this game was real close, especially at the end of the first half. Notre Dame barely pulls this one out over Northeastern 69-65. They'll be taking on Butler in the round of 32. That is surprising to me that Northeastern was able to Hang in there. Notre Dame made it through the ACC tournament with relatively no trouble. They were picked to be very powerful in this tournament. They've got ahead of steam. But to be slowed down by Northeastern, that's really worrisome. It makes me think that Butler might have a chance. And that would really, really mess up the Midwest. That would make Kentucky's road even easier. Although they had the easiest path, in my opinion, by far, of all the one seeds. Notre Dame going down or not being the team we thought they'd be would make it as, at least twice as easy to me because I thought that would be their only challenge to get to the Final Four. Yeah, I'm going to take Notre Dame. Uh, I'd take, I'll take Notre Dame, but I'm just disappointed with how they played against Northeastern. But I'll take them over Butler uh, next week. 
Moving on to the West region, where we had six games happen today. Arkansas beat Wofford, uh, five seed over the 12 seed. Uh, a game that I picked Arkansas to win in. I think you did too. So no surprise, although the so the score was close, 56-53. Oh, disheartening if you're Arkansas, you really want to win by more than that. you got to get some momentum, but... You know, you survive in advance, and that's fine, but they'll take on North Carolina, who beat Harvard, the fourth seed over the 13th seed. Anything you see in this game, Jake? The Harvard-North Carolina? Yes. I was really disappointed with North Carolina this game. <laughs> they were keeping Harvard in it all the way up until about five seconds left when uh, Marcus Page got an assist. But they, they won. They, they eliminated the Ivy League. I'll take on number five. That should be a pretty close game with how North Carolina has been playing as of late. Yeah, Arkansas North Carolina should be fun. The new Arkansas was a serious. They were serious contenders in the SEC. Nobody could touch Kentucky, of course, but that'll be interesting. Two superpowers from the SEC and ACC. I would presume North Carolina wins, and they'll take on either Wisconsin or Coastal Carolina or Oregon or Oklahoma State, depending on who wins those games tomorrow and then next week. But I'll take North Carolina against Arkansas. Looks like the bottom half of the West region is all figured out for the round of 32. We had Xavier play Ole Miss today. Xavier won 76-57. Handily, handily. And they will be taking on an upset you called, Georgia State. Yep. Georgia, Georgia State, State defeated Baylor as the 14th seed, 57-56. Uh, I can't take too much credit. They, you know, it comes down to a one-point game, but I definitely thought they would hang in there. And it wasn't like we were making an upset prediction. Like if there's going to be an upset, this is going to be it. I seriously thought that Georgia State would be the winner, and they pulled it off with a miraculous shot by the coach's son. That's amazing. Great story. And I think they, can, I think they can play with Xavier. I think they might have a chance to take them all 40 minutes. Maybe win. I, the bottom of the West is easy, relatively, except for Arizona. I think they could contend with any of them, but Arizona might be the problem that that Cinderella would end with. Uh, what, what did you think of the VCU-Ohio State game? This one, uh, I don't really know if either team really deserved the win here. It went into overtime with Ohio State finishing on top 75-72. But they were both being pretty careless with the ball, especially VC at the end and crunch time with about two minutes to go. Just said, come down, turn the ball over. Come down, turn the ball over. You can't win in overtime if that's all you do. But I, I picked Ohio State to win this one. That was quite the game that got D'Angelo Russell. I don't believe I picked Ohio State. I thought VCU would be able to pull it off. I guess I was thinking the middle of the Big Ten, it wasn't as strong, but... They pulled it off. That makes Iowa's chances look good. It makes Michigan State's chances look good. It makes Wisconsin look better and Maryland look better. That they can beat a mid-seed VCU team that's historically only good at basketball. But, you know, it's good for Ohio State, and they'll play the winner of the Arizona-Texas Southern game, which was... Arizona by 21 points. Well, that's relatively deciding. Uh, no trouble for Arizona. They'll go on to play Ohio State next week. Uh, I would definitely take Arizona. Yeah, I have Arizona in my Final Four. 
I think they're going to handily win this West Division. I think they're a much better team than Wisconsin. It's just their season didn't go out quite like they hoped. But we'll see in a few days how that one goes. I think it is odd that uh, there were so many games in the West compared to the other regions. The East had two teams go on, and the West had six teams go on. I don't know why they set it up that way. I don't make the rules, but I just think that's interesting that those teams are going to be relatively more fresh or less fresh compared to each other, so that's interesting. Uh, Up to the East, we had Villanova take out Lafayette, and in what was not a close game, where the one seed took care of the 16 seed by 41 points, I believe. That's as <laughs> convincing by Villanova, stating their case for why they definitely should have been that one seed. What did you think of the NC State LSU game, Jake? Well, it was close down the wire. NC State winning by one. They asked who I picked. Don't quote me on it. I picked LSU. I did. Uh, a lot of games today were close. A lot of one point, two point, and three point games. By any margin of the imagination, you would think that either of those teams could have won in probably five of the games. But yeah, I thought it'd be LSU. I'm disappointed because you, know, you never like to be wrong, but they won't probably be able to hang with Villanova. I think we agree Villanova's the weakest one seed. Well, I thought it was. But, wow, they took care of Lafayette. They really did. All right. So that was all that the East had for today. Many games going on tomorrow. The South had four games happening today between number 5 Utah and 12 SF Austin. I had SF Austin winning this one, but they ended up falling 57-50 to Utah. And... I had Utah. I knew that they started the season so well, and they cooled off, but, I mean, it's it's SF Austin, and I just didn't think that Utah would be that much of a letdown, and they didn't let down. They won by seven, not as convincing as you'd hope for a team that was in the top ten earlier in the season, but they, they move on, and they move on to play an opponent that might not be all that good. We got Georgetown and East Washington playing right now in a game that's close, but it looks like Georgetown will pull off. Just a few seconds left now, it's going to be Georgetown. So it'll be the four seed versus the five seed. Uh, what do you think? Who do you think wins that game? Uh, I haven't really been able to see much of Utah play. And going off this Georgetown game, they're not really holding off Eastern Washington. Like The game's not close, but Eastern Washington still is kind of pestering at their side. So it's looking like Utah is going to have the best chance to win this one. I'll, I myself, I think I'll take Georgetown just because I don't I don't know how good SF Austin is. I don't know if Utah would have won against any other 12 seed. There was a lot of good 12 seeds in this tournament. Uh, yeah, I think that Georgetown will beat Utah. And that's going to make it pretty much a destiny shot for Duke because Duke is not going to be slowed down. They've got Robert Morris and they play San Diego State or St. John's. And I, unless we're going to see a Mercer situation... I can see St. John's. Duke is going to make it to the Elite Eight, in my opinion, very easily. All right, and we had two more games in the South region. Number six, SMU, takes on number 11, UCLA. UCLA was my big upset pick. 
and they ended up beating SMU on a controversial goaltending call, 60-59. to Have you seen, were you able to see that call? I did, and I, you know, the rules, they're so hard to interpret. It's the ref's decision. It's at their own discretion. You can't really, it doesn't make much difference complaining about it now, but you hate to see a game end like that. And the kid was upset in, in the news conference, talking about it, taking all the blame. But that's tough. I mean, when you go up and you think the shot's going to be that short, so he pulls it down. You just gotta think it's gonna be that short. There's a reason he's going up there. He's played basketball. He's at the D1 level. I, I was surprised that that was the call that was made because I thought SMU was the better team. UCLA really backed into the tournament. I think SMU is the better team, and I still would take them as the better team. But it doesn't matter because we have a 11 seed versus 14 seed in the round of 32 because Iowa State. State lost to UAB. I made the joke about neither team having a football team. Looks like neither team brought their basketball team today. 60-59. to 59. Iowa State winning the Big 12 tournament. This was supposed to be not a game, an exhibition of sorts. And UAB, like a thorn in their side, beat Iowa State 60-59. to 59. A big shot at the end, a big three to take the lead. Uh, and Iowa State... Wasn't able to capitalize on the huge seed differential. Uh, they were out-rebounded immensely by UAB, and you got to hit the boards. All their stars came up very small. I know that George Nyang didn't have a very good game. Naz Long didn't have a very good game. Monty Morris, I think, was the driving factor for that Iowa State offense, but just not enough. They were beat by UAB. Have you? When's the last time you were this surprised by a game, Jake? Super Bowl, Colts versus Saints. <laughs> Colts are up first half. They're it's like oh, Colts gonna win again. Peyton Manning's getting another ring. <sighs> Sean Payton comes out, onside kick. Onside kick. I lost a piece of my heart that day, and he'll never get it back. Oh, a heartbreaker though for the faithful of Ames. Hilton Magic does not travel. What a letdown. That is huge. That that may, that really changes the complexion of the South because people thought Iowa State was perhaps the strongest team that would come out of that region. People thought they'd beat Duke. I know plenty of people had them in the championship, at least in the Final Four. Um, that's a huge disappointment. That breaks everybody's bracket. It's stunning. It's a disappointment for them because, you know, you have this dream season and it comes out heartbreaking. Uh, so that's all the games. What upset was most surprising to you, Jake? I'm going to definitely say the Iowa State-UAB game. It doesn't fully surprise me because Iowa State barely made its way through the Big 12 tournament. Down big at halftime multiple times. They did still win, though. Yeah, but they were still had to come back in the second half almost every game. Well, I, I'll give you that, but I'm just there's just no way in my mind that I think that UAB would be able to win. I mean, this was, you know, there's, there's a one seed that I would predict them to, I would, I would think Duke would lose to Robert Morris before I would think Iowa State would lose to UAB. That's just my opinion. All right, well, that's all we got for today. We're 2-0 and on our upset picks. Got any upset picks for tomorrow? I'll have an upset pick tomorrow after the games are finally set up for the round of 32. As will I. 
until then, over and out.